Well, hello and a very warm welcome to our Daily Bread podcast. It's Ruth here and it's great to be with you again. It is Saturday today, everybody. Saturday. Um, we've made it to the end of the week, which is good news. Uh, I hope you all had a good one. It is a beautiful uh, day this morning. It's a lovely blue sky and everything, but it's beginning to feel a lot like autumn, isn't it? Because it's beginning to be that little bit more drawn back, a little bit more um, cold and all that jazz. So um, I hope you're coping all right. Um, Yeah, let's pray this Saturday morning. O Lord, open our lips, and our mouth shall proclaim your praise. My soul shall be satisfied as with marrow and fatness, and my mouth shall praise you with joyful lips. When I remember you upon my bed, and meditate on you in the watches of the night, for you have been my helper, and under the shadow of your wings will I rejoice. My soul clings to you, and your right hand shall hold me fast. Glory to the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and shall be forever. Amen. Today is the feast day, it's the 10th of October, and it is the feast day of Paulinus, who was Bishop of York and a missionary in 644. So, uh, yeah, let's have his, I will uh, pray his special prayer for today. God our Saviour, who sent Paulinus to preach and to baptise, and so to build up your church in this land, grant that, inspired by his example, we may tell all the world of your truth, that with him we may receive the reward you prepare for all your faithful servants, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. And so as we rejoice in the gift of this day, so may the light of your presence, O God, set our hearts on fire with love for you, now and for ever. Amen. So our Bible reading today comes from 1 Timothy chapter 3 and we're looking at verses 14 through to um, the end, which is uh, the end of 16. Uh, So 1 Timothy chapter 3 verses 14 to the end. Although I hope to come to you soon, I am writing to you with these instructions so that, if I am delayed, you will know how people ought to conduct themselves in God's household, which is the church of the living God, the pillar and foundation of the truth. Beyond all question, the mystery from which true godliness springs is great. He appeared in body, was vindicated by the Spirit, was seen by angels, was preached among the nations, was believed on in the world, was taken up in glory. So today's uh, reading from the Irresistible Revolution. Here's the incredible clincher in these verses. The multiplication is not just in the age to come, streets of gold, mansions in heaven, Cadillacs and crowns. The multiplication of resources begins in this present age. As I have contemplated these verses with friends and scholars like Ched Myers and Christine Pohl, and as I have lived in community with folks sharing possessions with one another, I have come to see that the divine multiplication begins now, literally and pragmatically. Both the health and wealthers of the penitent ascetics miss the deepest reality of these verses. 
which teach us a radically new economic version. As we abandon our possessions and biological families, we trust that others too are abandoning their possessions and families, and that there will be an abundance that begins now and lasts for eternity. I used to always say Jesus was homeless, and while there is truth in that, I believe the deeper reality is that Jesus had homes everywhere he went. He impressed this reality on the disciples as he commanded them to not to take anything for their journey, no bag, no extra food, no clothes, no money, no shoes. Except in Mark, he did allow them to take take shoes, so maybe they got shoes. The fact that he ordered them not to take these items implies that some of them had access to those things. But they are sent out not in the simple poverty of ascetic life, but with a new vision of interdependence, trusting that God would provide for them. As they went into a town, others would open their homes to them, and if not, they were to shake the dust from their feet and move on. The incredible thing is that this ensured not only that the church practised hospitality, but that it would be dependent on hospitality. The line between us and them was dissolved. All were dependent on God and one another in a new economy. While theologians and scholars may debate the essence of the feeding miracles in the Gospels, I think one thing is hard to miss. God's economy is one of abundance. When the disciples point out to Jesus that people are hungry, he tells them to feed them. When they complain about the price, still thinking with the mindset of the market economy, Jesus tells them to take what they have, a little kid's lunch of fish and loaves, and there will be a a mystical multiplication. That is the miracle. When we give up our possessions, we are doing it in faith, knowing that other people too are giving up their possessions. In fact, one of the great temptations in the desert was for Jesus to use his power to turn stones into bread and feed the starving. But he insists on trusting the body of Christ to provide this day our daily bread. So our common worship response is, Your salvation is near to those who fear you, that glory may dwell in our land. Your salvation is near to those who fear you, that glory may dwell in our land. Mercy and truth have met together, righteousness and peace have kissed each other, that glory may dwell in our land. Glory to the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Your salvation is near to those who fear you, that glory may dwell in our land. So our prayers today come from uh, the writings of uh, Shane Claiborne, Jonathan Wilson Hartgrove and Enuma Okoro from the book Common Prayer. Firstly, a little reflection. English poet and cleric John Donne wrote, There we leave you in that blessed dependency, to hang upon him that hangs upon the cross. There bathe in his tears, there suck at his wounds, and lie down in peace in his grave, until he vouchsafe you a resurrection and an ascension into that kingdom, which he has purchased for you with the inestimable price of his incorruptible blood. Come, let us bow down and bend the knee. Let us kneel before the Lord our Maker. To you, Lord, we cry in anguish. Listen to our plea and help us. Jesus, keep us near your cross and reveal to us your glory. Amen. So let's say together the uh, words of the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, 
who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. Well, thank you once again for joining me. Uh, I look forward to being with you again on Monday. Uh, I hope you enjoy the rest of the weekend, uh, whatever it is that you're up to. If, it, if you're out and about today, have a glorious day. It is a glorious morning, certainly, and it's forecast to be good all day. So uh, enjoy. Uh, what am I thankful for today? Well, today I am thankful for uh, my spinning classes and uh, and teacher teachers um, because they do make me laugh. So yesterday I turned up. Actually, no, it was Thursday. I think it was. It feels like yesterday, but it wasn't. It was Thursday. I turned up to a spinning class, and for some reason my computer wasn't working very well, so I could go up a level, but I couldn't go back down again. So I went a bit too far, and I spoke to my spinning teacher about it, and. Uh, you know, could he manage to make this the 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 computer uh, go back down because it was going to be too hard and too heavier, heavier, heavier uh, a level for me? And I said, Ruth, it's Thursday. Treat yourself and go a bit more hot and go a bit go a bit trickier this uh, this uh, th- this fine day. And so I spent the next forty five minutes in hell because my level was much harder than it was normally. So. Uh, I, uh, I should never have listened to him, and I should have just restarted the computer, which is what I should have done. But there we go. You live and learn. Never listen to my uh, to your uh, spinning instructor because they're always going to make you want to go harder than you can do. But there we go. Uh, it made me giggle, and today I am actually thankful for it. I've had crumble this week, which I love, and I made a big one because uh, of a week or so ago, and froze bits of it. And crumble with custard is just one of those joyous delights in the world. And it's so easy to make gluten-free, which um, um, I am gluten-free. And, um, oh, it's been a real delight. So I feel like I've, I've, I've earned my crumble because I had a tougher spinning class on Thursday. So uh, there we go. That's what my tough spinning class is doing. It's helping me to uh, eat crumble. Anyway, I'll be with you again on Monday. Have a brilliant rest of weekend. So may the Lord bless us and preserve us from all evil and keep us in eternal life. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God.